Welcome everyone to Lost Rhetoric. I am Jason Dinges. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you to all return listeners that are out there and to any new listeners that might be here. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you're here. Please stick around. I hope everyone's doing well. It's been a pretty uh, tumultuous week in the country to say the least. Uh, So yeah, let's just hope this whole inauguration goes down smooth and, you know, the psychos don't go too psycho out there and we have uh, a smooth week and a smooth transition. I'm, I'm sure it won't go as smooth as people want it to because we're dealing with psychos. So let's just hope everyone stays safe out there. Uh, yeah, that would be, that would be great. (laughs) That's all I can hope for. And hopefully everyone's hoping for that. And if you're not, you're possibly a fucking psycho. So yeah, man, last week's show was a really great one. It was the first one of the year. It was with an old high school friend, Grim Deeds. We talked about our hometown of Winchester, Virginia, and some of its old haunts. And I hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it. I think it's fun. It's super interesting. It was really nice to dig into some stuff about my hometown that I really didn't know anything about. And it was really nice to catch up with Dustin because I haven't talked to him in over 20 years. So yeah, man, thank you again, Grim Deeds for being on the show. And yeah, check the show out. Go back, give it a listen. And uh, if you feel so inclined after you listen, rate and review the show on apple podcasts if you use apple podcasts i haven't gotten a review in weeks and it's really bumming me out it really is i have to say i they were coming in pretty steady and then nothing it's like what am i doing what am i doing wrong if i'm doing something wrong you can tell me what i'm doing wrong in a review i'm okay with that i just want some interaction folks just say something i would absolutely love your feedback So yeah, rate, review, like, subscribe, share a link, do whatever you can to help this show be more visible and accessible to more people. I I would really appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, and contact me, lostrhetoricpodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up on Instagram at lostrhetoricpodcast. That is my favorite platform to use for uh, interaction, actually, (laughs) is Instagram. But you can also find me on Facebook at Lost Rhetoric Pod. Uh, that yeah, I need to start engaging more folks on that, uh, uh, even though it's annoying as fuck. But yes, find me on the social medias and say something, man. Let's let's talk. Uh, now, who listened to that last episode the most? Let's get into the top five. This week's numbers. The, the, it's going to be a top six this week. There's a couple ties, and I don't really feel like splitting hairs here. So let's go through who listened to episode 30 with Grim Deeds the most. Starting at uh, number six, basically, Pasadena, California. Thank you, Pasadena. Hasn't been in the top five, I believe, ever. 
So thank you. Uh, number five, Denver, Colorado. Thank you, Denver. You've been there before. I really appreciate you being consistent and checking the show out pretty much every week. Uh, and new to the top five, Dingle. Dingle Town in Cary County, Ireland. And that is awesome. It's it's. I looked up the town and it's amazing. It's a really small town. It's like a couple thousand people. It's just amazing to me that multiple people in a small town all the way in Ireland are listening to the show. So I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Dingletown, the people of the town. And uh, yeah, I can't say enough thanks. You know, and what's funny is my last name is Dingus and... Uh, on some checks from a certain payroll company in my line of work, they have misspelled my name and uh, put an L in there. And it came back, uh, Jason Dingles. And I got to say, that sounds really funny and it's pretty hilarious. And it kind of became a joke, you know, just, I'm just Jason Dingles. But it just made me think of that because it's the same fucking word. So Jason Dingles really loves that Dingletown Ireland is listening. So please keep listening. Uh, number three, Tigard, Oregon. Always there. Thank you, Tigard. Number two, Portland, Oregon. Love seeing Portland always in the top two. Number one, and kind of no surprise, Winchester, Virginia showing up. The episode was about Winchester, so I kind of assumed this would happen, but thank you, Winchester, for always listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, now, man, this week, this week's been crazy. Kind of crazy. Uh, so I have gout. And if you don't know what gout is, it's a, it's a form of arthritis. But it's pretty much self-induced. It's all diet-based. I pretty much gave it to myself about five years ago, just because I have, you know, eating and drinking habits that I guess lead to too much uric acid in my blood and it crystallizes and really fucking hurts about once or twice a year. And it seems like at the beginning of every year, I get a really bad flare up. Uh, and I think it's, uh, my body telling me that I'm an asshole for really just pumping in a bunch of crap over the holidays, you know, there's the, the alcohol consumption goes up, the food consumption goes up. Um, yeah, man. And I think sometime in January I have to pay for it. And I am right now currently limping around like an old man. It's no fun. Fucking hurts. It's like, it's kind of pain where I, I, I would call out of work because I can't walk. It's that bad. I mean, it's the kind of pain where like if I were in a life threatening situation you, you know you always like to think that you would overcome the pain and you know just play through an injury as it were and run away and just fight for your life and you know like if someone psycho came and attacked me and my family i'd be able to protect them or like if a six-year-old found a fucking taser and started going nuts i would be able to protect myself but i don't think i could when i have a bad flare-up i i can't run. I can't move fast. And it's a type of pain that you just can't play through. <laughs> so it's pretty, 
pretty gnarly. And yeah, I'm in the throes of it right now, just to let you know, you know, that's, that's the, the new interesting thing that's happening in my life. And this whole episode, I'm going to be in constant pain. You know, I'm popping ibuprofen. That's pretty much all I can do, really, you know, chugging water, all that shit. But anyway, I just want to let you guys know that because it's just constant and it's, uh, I can't not think about it. You know what I mean? All right. So, you know, while I've been sitting in pain in the last week, I've been listening to a decent amount of music. Uh, and I'm going to go through it, man. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm constantly talking about how I'm, I'm trying to make up for my uh, ignorance of the past of not listening to bands that I know of and I know are good. And everyone's told me they're good, but I just blown them off my whole fucking life. Uh, pretty much every week, I'm probably going to have one of these bands. This week, it's Moral Crux. Uh, they're an old punk band, pop punk band, basically. Uh, started, I think they're late eighties, early nineties. Um, they might still be around. I think they've been, they've had some recent records, but the one that I've been listening to is I was a teenage teenager, which is a great title, uh, from 1994 on black house records. And, um, yeah, it's just really good songwriting, really good stuff. If you're into that kind of early nineties, um, you know, pop punk music. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Pretty, pretty, pretty awesome, good songs. But I I looked into where they're from. They're from a town called Ephrata, E-P-H-R-A-T-A in Washington. I mean, it could be Ephrata or I don't know how to say it, but I looked it up, man. And it is right in the middle of the state of Washington. It's right in between Seattle and Spokane. And if you've ever been to central Washington, there is nothing there. So it just blows my mind. I love it when classic bands or just any good bands, especially when they're from the era that this band is from, is from the middle of fucking nowhere. That always impresses the shit out of me. Especially since they're, I mean, they're influential, you know. They're an influential band. So coming out of nowhere in the state of Washington. um, Yeah, so Moral Crux, been, been listening to that record. I have to listen to more of their records. Uh, and then the rest of the stuff I've been listening to is pretty much new, all brand new in a sense. Uh, Emma Ruth Rundle and thou came out with a four song EP called the helm of sorrow. And this is their second release in just a few months. It's on sacred bones records, which has a lot of really good stuff on that record label. Check out sacred bones. Um, yeah, it's just another great mix of, you know, Emma Ruth Rundle's haunting, melancholic, beautiful voice with the fucking, the heaviest fuck riffs and like heinous screams of thou. <laughs> it's, it's a night, they do, they mix their styles really well and the songs are really well crafted and uh, I enjoy it. So check Emma Ruth Rundle and thou, the helm of sorrow. It's, it's really good. Uh, Sleaford Mods have a new album out called Spare Ribs on Rough Trade Records. And that's Sleaford, S-L-E-A-F-O-R-D, Mods, M-O-D-S. You know, I I met this band in France in, I can't even remember, 2013 or 14 or whenever the hell. I was over there on a tour with a buddy who, he was touring Europe for a few weeks and he took me with him. 
and I saw Sleaford mods and they blew me the fuck away. And I actually got to talk to them and they were really great. Two dudes, Andrew and Jason. Uh, it's kind of like electro punk, minim, min, very minimalist. It's just Andrew makes the beats. Uh, it's all programmed or I'm sure there's live instrumentation as well. But and then Jason just rants. He has he just goes off over the beats and their live show is incredible. It's just Andrew standing at his laptop. He's got a table with his laptop on it and he just hits play and starts bobbing his head and drinking beer while Jason just goes nuts. And, uh, it, I was enthralled when I saw them and, uh, they were actually supposed to come to Portland a few months ago and I bought tickets and me and my wife were supposed to go and show obviously got canceled. And I actually just finally got my refund for that show this week. And, but I would have rather have seen the show. I have, I've never seen them in, in the States, but yeah, their new album spare ribs is out and it's typical, awesome Sleaford mods. Uh, they've, they're, I'm not going to say they're poppy or they're, they have a little more pop tendencies now in their music and sometimes they have guest vocals and their hooks are a little more melodic than they used to be. They used to be very Wesley Willis with their hooks, you know, the hook of their song is always going to be the song title just repeated about eight times and that's it. And then the verses are just nuts. Just Jason going bonkers. Uh, Very political band, very hilarious, just very funny at times. But, uh, yeah, dude, check out Sleaford Mods. Can't say enough about that band. I've, any, if you know me, I've been championing. I can't say that word. I don't know why I just tried to say it. But I've been holding them in high regard to all of my friends, telling everyone that will listen. And now I'm telling you. Uh, and the last thing that I've been listening to is an album that came out last year that I'm finally getting around to is The Great Dismal by the band Nothing. And it's really, really great. Uh, It's, you know, shoegaze with some industrial kind of tendencies. They actually kind of sound like hum at times. They have a few songs on the record that straight up just sound like hum to me. And I'm a huge hum fan, as you know. Um, But yeah, uh, they kind of bop around styles. But it all kind of fits in this nice pocket, this nice dark shoegazy music that metalheads seem to love. They're one of these shoegaze bands that metalheads can admit they like. I mean, maybe it's because they're on relapse records. I don't really know, but, uh, they're awesome. This is that I think their fourth album and, uh, I'm impressed. I've never really listened to them until, until now. And it's, it's good, man. Check out the great dismal by nothing. And uh, that's it. That's what I've been listening to. So uh, I'm, I'm going to create a playlist. It's collaborative. You can add to it. Uh, it'll be on Spotify. Just look up LR031 and you can enjoy all the songs from these albums that I just spoke of. Uh, a nice little mixtape. So tonight, you're in for a treat. I have an old friend just got back in touch with him. And this is one thing I love about this show. It gives me a reason to reach out to my friends that I've lost contact with, you know? Uh, And that's been happening quite a bit. And I've been thoroughly enjoying having my old friends on the show 
and just catching up with them. Um, especially my musician friends that I, you know, I would see on tour every year or two and, uh, I just haven't seen them recently. And my guest this week is Paul Barfo from the almighty God stomper, um, legendary power violence band out of the Bay area, uh, Sunnyvale to be exact in California. Um, yeah, man, I'm stoked to have Paul on the show. I haven't talked to him a few years, reached out to him, asked him what he wanted to talk about. And there's a lot he wants to talk about. Uh, but tonight we're going to focus on the Holy Grail and Paul's ideas about the Holy Grail. So strap in, folks. It's going to be a good one. Here's me and Paul Barfo really getting into uh, what? The fuck is the Holy Grail? Jason. Paul. You hear me? Oh, yeah. You're there. All right. Yeah, I'm here. I am actually here. You sound glorious. How you doing? Fine. Busy day. But uh, I, uh, you know, I made it to this day. So uh, better than not. (laughs) Yeah, that's the definition of a good day when you just make it through it, right? Exactly right. Yes, I agree. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm glad you're here with me. Uh, my guest tonight, Paul Barfo, the one and only. I'm glad you decided to do this show with me. I haven't talked to you, well, until yesterday. I haven't talked to you yeah, in yeah. a few years. So right. I think the last time I saw you guys was, uh, was it that show when you guys played with, um, it was Han, the Honduran show with Set Star Sep at the Oakland Metro. Was it the last time I saw you? I think that was it. It was us. Yeah, 2014. Us, you oh, guys. Oh, God Stomper, Seti Star Sept, and uh, Drunk oh, Dad. And then, you know, there was like oh, a. God's America, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, from uh, Vegas, I think. Yeah. So um, that, that was a great show. Uh, that was seven years ago. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen you in seven years. Uh, and like you like tell me like yeah I, I would, I'm, a, I'm a father and I was like ah time like time flies <laughs> shit changes man I also remember at that show there was a big uh, in the in the bigger space at the metro there was that uh, kind of rave going on and there was a band called Planet Booty was that right I mean I I didn't <laughs> even know there was even I did not know there was anything else going on. In the next yeah. room, that large room. I know it was kind of like I was kind of like, oh, I thought that was just it, like for that night. That was that that one show <laughs> nah, that we man. were all doing in the room at the Oakland Metro. I didn't know there was some rave going on next door. Oh yeah, so I was. Just, I'm like, that's a big surprise to me. So I'm pretty much like, what? Like, yeah, I just really? I just remember during certain bands sets and probably ours too. All these really decked out raver kids started filing in the back and just kind of watching because their their party hadn't started yet and they were just kind of okay all right baffled and you know whatever checking it out letting the drugs kick confused (laughs) confused like like a state of like confusion they have no idea what the hell is going is happening like who are what's you know what is this musical ritual going on with these people you know i thought they thought that was just the pinnacle of their existence was um you know taking lots of um hallucinogens and uh watching uh, planet booty or watching uh, yeah planet booty yeah exactly (laughs) it's like uh, 
you ever you, I, i'm sure shocking. they've done they've done acid and watched planet booty but have they ever done acid and watched god stomper probably not probably probably not probably they they guys <laughs> out of their maybe they're maybe they're not able to grasp that idea that you know like can you still do people still play instruments do they still play you know, <laughs> actual musical instruments or is it just is some guy sitting there at a console you know with, with you know uh, what do you call that thing the uh the computer no it's a it's a device it's uh i know it's called there's a name for it i i keep hearing it i, I um uh, yeah i don't know uh, man there's there's so many the, the there's so many devices it, now yeah there is yeah but i there's one that people keep talking about and i'm kind of, i saw one and i was just like okay i, I know you're talking about well it sounds to me like you're describing a keytar and i'm sure there is one over there no there's a uh, <laughs> What's it called? Fuck! I'll. I'll uh, we don't have to worry about it. We can let the listeners. Uh, no, it, no, it, okay, no, because no, because it will constantly like, like bother it's, me for the next it's gonna bug two you. or three hours. I'm gonna be well, thinking can, about what was that. But, well, we can but, move on, and back, you can just blurt it out whenever it comes to you. Just blurt it out. I don't care what. It won't come out. About. No, come out. Come out next week, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can text me when it comes out. All right. Okay, I'll let you know. Okay. Okay. You've been like, tonight, oh, that thing. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, now I got now I got to think about it. So, okay, um, okay. let's uh, okay. let's get into let's try to get into what we this I guess the business. Let's get down to business in a sense. Okay. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Okay, the nitty gritty of. Uh, so when I reached out to you, I didn't know, I was just like, Paul would be a great guest. Let's, let's, uh, reconnect and see what Paul wants to talk about, if anything. And you have a lot of ideas and you are definitely going to be on the show, uh, multiple times, but tonight the main focus, the only focus is the Holy grail and what it is or what it, it, when the thing is when we, we could have talked about anything from like you know um roswell or even like uh the you know, what was it the mothman or even right. like uh sasquatch anything, anything but then it came down to the holy grail and um <laughs> either our, our 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 full lack of understanding about it or even our you know we we actually have some basis of a concept of an idea of what mm -hmm. it could be or what it means, um, especially in our trying times. Or I, I guess you could say in the past year of our, I guess you could say we've been living through a somewhat biblical prophecy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it seems that it seems it that we kind of filled like in all. It feels that like we already filled in like all the ABCs of the you know biblical prophecy. Okay, we had. Uh, you were there right in portland Oregon, when the sky was red right you you guys you guys yes, were there and absolutely. yeah it was it was crazy in the bay area it was just like that too it was this mm -hmm. red sky yeah the whole and, west coast man yeah the whole west coast is one big hellish experience and we were like south of heaven <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It was, uh, so, yeah it was it was very um i think a lot of people were really never seen that i think i'm sure i'm not maybe not my lifetime ever seen something like that ever occur but uh 
Mm-mm. No, no. I mean, I, I, I've I've experienced wildfires before, but never. But not like that. Not. <laughs> no, not not like that. Not that close to my home. And it was. Uh, we actually fled the city. I I talked oh about it on God. the show. We left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had. Uh, I knew other people who were in that same predicament where they had to basically leave their homes. Yeah. Um. I, I know. Uh, they told me that they had because yeah, the fire was like coming next to their houses and they were living in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the, in the woods. So in sticks. So absolutely. Yeah. And um, I mean, for, for us, it was the toxic smoke and we have, uh, our son was about ready to turn two and mm-hmm. we just really wanted to get him out because I mean, you could, it was in the house. The smoke was basically mm-hmm. in the house. Oh, wow. wow. You know, I mean, yeah. you could smell it. We weren't, we weren't going outside. It was like, living on Mars or what I assume Mars would kind of look like every day. Just you, yeah, you, no. you walk out and there's just a sepia tone to the sky and everything on the ground. It's like a yeah, living yeah. sepia tone. And that's pretty biblical. That's pretty, uh, it, and, pretty then, and then we had, and then we had like, what else do we have? We had, um, uh, social unrest of, uh, that we haven't oh, seen in a long time. You know, no, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. so uh, you could throw that in that pile of, okay, uh, check, uh, mm-hmm. what next? Uh, falling frogs. We have a, a pandemic. We have an actual, uh, you know, uh, virus that's killing lots of people. I know probably mm-hmm. people say there is no virus. You have people who say there was a virus and there's people who say there is no virus. There's a fucking virus. And <laughs> there's, a, there's a fucking virus. It means there's a fucking virus. There is. And it's contagious. And uh, that's, a whole nutter, that's, a that's a whole, whole other thing. Thing. Yeah. It's a whole other thing we should be we, we can't get into right now. It's too con. It's just it'll take another it's like two or much. three hours. To, oh yeah, too much. Uh, yeah, but but let's get back to yeah, like you said, let's get back to the nitty gritty of a uh, of the Holy Grail. The it's, Holy Grail, yeah, and Holy you Grail. know, just a basic, just a basic history lesson, a basic uh, comment on what the Holy Grail. I guess what the prevailing theory you want like you want like is, the Wikipedia, you want the Wikipedia yeah, uh kind of yeah, like just a basic like just the basic thing that, yeah. that the holy the holy grail um to a layman's terms is basically uh a chalice. You know, it was the actual chalice that was used at the Last Supper that mm-hmm. Jesus changed wine into blood and gave it to all his disciples. That that that's the that, that's the layman's, you know definition of what you know the grail the holy chalice as they call it is mm-hmm. um and they do they later they later say that same chalice uh was used to collect some of his blood at his crucifixion that 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 is that is what they say that uh, as they say that it was collected same, same I believe, chalice i believe it was um joseph uh arimathea who mm-hmm. was the one who was there at the crucifixion and he said he had the cup the grail chalice and collected the blood and he also helped to take down the body and bury it you know mm-hmm. after jesus you know after jesus was crucified and mm-hmm. they say that he obviously was he had these different relics in his possession and then obviously he had to flee from you know from that you know over there after you know they started persecuting christians so obviously he had to flee to rome uh, mm-hmm. I believe that probably the chalice was given to St. Peter since St. Peter was the first Pope and he had it. And then obviously mm-hmm. they kept passing this relic on to other people to protect it. Probably after there were persecutions for the Romans. Okay. So 
yeah, so that's just Joe's, that's just me. That's just say, that's just me saying things off the top of my head. That's like from yeah. kind of like whatever I remember from whatever I read or whatever I kind of researched before we had this. Um, you know, we're talking about this. I kind of kind of did like a crash course in mm-hmm. Grail. Um, you know, Grail history. Uh, you have uh, even uh, Arthurian legend. Uh, you know, folklore. You know, mm-hmm. from the British. You know, when, when they say that. The Grail was taken to Glastonbury in England. Mm-hmm. It was taken over there and they put it in a cathedral. And then, but they can't, but then they say that Charles was taken to Spain. And so right. it's in the Cathedral of Valencia. Um, so obviously, right. those, those you know, seem to be, those two, these, those seem to be the two uh, prominent locations. The, big, the biggest location of where this chalice might actually be is Glastonbury in Somerset, England. That is like, from what I've gathered, the the main uh, location that people associate with the Holy Grail, and then Valencia, Spain, uh, is kind of second in a sense. Like a lot say, of people well, believe. They, well, it's like it's like this: if you like go on Wikipedia and you say where, if you just write down like in Google, like Google where is the, the the Holy Grail? Like where is? I'll say it was said to be in. A cathedral on you know the, the cathedral of valencia in spain that's what they said it is but obviously it could be something else you know what i mean it could be say well this is well this is what the experts are saying that it's actually there when maybe it's somewhere else or maybe someone says it's not the grail maybe it's something else maybe it doesn't really matter if it's just okay like let's go back to like popular culture like uh you know monty python and mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah and that, i was just I was just watching that yeah. yesterday for fun. Like I was locked on the couch with watching my son and uh, I was like, I'm going to put on fucking Monty Python's Holy Grail. And I, I watch about three quarters of it. <laughs> so, so good. And not, yeah. and it, not, and not, if you watch it and you, and you understand that it, it's just kind of, you know, interesting story about how they're trying to talk about, you know, what the thing with Monty Python is they're constantly, you know, uh, bringing up all this religious you know history but also putting a twist to it you know and and, and right. so what so lampooning it you know but there's mm-hmm. also some kind of and if you if you really look into it there's some kind of secret message they're saying there you know what i mean it, as much <laughs> as as it. much as as much as they're lampooning stuff there's some kind of message they're, they're telling you something you know it's not like mm-hmm. yeah we're just you know we're just saying all this crazy shit you know and you know like if you watch the life of brian or something you know and you kind of you know and i've always been like kind of had this um fascination with um religion since i was a small boy you know like 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 going back to like you know maybe why we're talking about the holy grail was that it was something that's been uh somewhat of a uh, i guess you could say a fascination for me since i was a small child like when i watched like uh Mm -hmm. like excalibur you've seen excalibur right uh, uh like the the movie or the cartoon yeah or? The, no the movie it's the, um, it's the movie it's it's a 1981 i don't know if i, I mean, have actually it's basically based on arthurian folklore you know about you know king mm-hmm. arthur and you right. know in the round table you know and him you know being you know the chosen you know knight that you know he was basically you know uh what's the word he you know he it was his destiny to become this knight and bring you know like being forth you know i guess you could say okay balance you mm-hmm. know to to 
to his land, you know, and, and then you have them bringing in, you know, all the elements of Arthurian folklore, like the Holy Grail, you know, and, right. and, and, you know, Excalibur, his sword. But, but the, the key, the, the weird thing is I've always had this kind of this interest in why am I being like, what is calling to me? You know, why is, why is this, ideal because it's an ideal because i'm i don't really know you know i don't know i know so much you know about mm -hmm. what this thing is and what what was it telling me what what was it trying to say like is the, is the grail real is it mean something else is there a hidden message it, you know what is there you know and why and why is it calling toward me you know to understand it you know? okay so what well, you, what life with that being said uh so you you seem to be on a quest to figure it out or have a theory all that you feel comfortable with because that's what it's all about. The Holy Grail is basically a myth that no one's ever going to really figure out, or there's not going to be a consensus about what it is. It, it seems like you can. It's more. It's more like it, is the Holy Grail just a, a symbolic representation of right of, of, of something else, or is it just right. actually just an artifact? Yeah. Is it an actual religious artifact. That just, is it a physical thing? Physical that artifact. has powers that right. has powers to to basically heal people, you know, and, right. and, 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 and eternal life. That's what it look at, like Indiana Jones and Lazarus say. Look at that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. and, and so and obviously, with... no. Go ahead. Obviously, and, 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 and that's like, and, and and going back to that. That's like probably the, in the past thirty years, a current movie that's still in the collective consciousness of the public. Mm -hmm. Of you know, like you know this thing maybe really missing really does exist right you know and it, it like, just adds, like, it adds to the lore of the whole thing yeah yeah, yeah. because you know all the there are multiple chalices like you said there's a few in spain not not chalices but vessels and then there's uh the one in valencia and there's one in england yeah there's certain vessels that exist uh in the world um that people think are there's the Genoa the Genoa chalice, there's the chalice of Dona Urica, mm -hmm. uh, and there's the Antioch chalice, and there's the Nantios cup, which I hope I'm saying that right. Nantios, maybe. Yeah, uh, think, yeah. they think there could possibly be one in Barcelona. There's the Knights Templar theory where the Knights well, Templar yeah. and I think stole and I think and hit it and i think like and i think like the Indiana jones movie is basically i think that they use the whole knights of templar mm -hmm. concept for that movie you know what i mean like i think that's what it based on like here's this knight who's been around you know, who's still there and still alive because he drank from the cup and he's you know taking care of it until someone comes to you know vanquish him and you know replace him and take care of it that's really right. it you right. know and you can't take and the thing and the funny thing about that movie is you cannot just take it with you and say, I want to go and put it in a museum. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which is like what any uh, Joseph Paul do. He'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go and put it in a museum so everyone can see it. Whereas you can't really do that because remember when, you know, th there's there's that folklore where, you know, it, you can only leave it here in a certain in a certain place. And if you don't, you know, uh, bad things will happen, you know. So right. that in a way, in a, in a way, yeah, that's going back to the whole nice Templar concept of the Holy Grail, you know. But the, but then, what if? And this is 
a far-fetched idea that I had that in this existence, in this you know world, in this time that we live in, certain people are ch chosen to find out the truth of what things really mean, and when, if if that's the truth, you know. Mm -hmm. So people want. I guess they're going to say people want the truth, right? Or they don't want the truth. Maybe they can't take the truth. Maybe this. Maybe that's why. There's been so many, maybe that's why there's so many different kinds of theories just to confuse everyone. So they will never figure out the truth because maybe the truth is really not what you want to hear. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, there, there was no election fraud. Uh, that's yeah, the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so millions of people refuse to accept. And that's just a very basic definition. If you want to get something deep, like the Holy grail, you could be 100%. A lot of these people claim, you know, uh, that it, they are like 99.9% .9 sure. Like there's a woman who believes she studied the chalice in Valencia and she's 99.9% .9 sure that it's the Holy grail based on what it's made of, where it came from. And, mm. you know, but that her being 99.9% .9 sure doesn't mean shit to anyone else that has a different theory and their own ideas. And that's kind of the beauty and curse of the Holy grail is you could absolutely find it if it is for for real and an artifact but only a handful of people are going to believe you because people are going to just keep going with the search because that's the that's the thing it's like the search for the holy grail only ends with the individual right like you can't exactly yeah yeah yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's like every it's like every it's like you are on a personal mission to find the Holy Grail. And it's a personal journey. And if you find it in what you believe to be the Holy Grail, that is a major achievement. And, you know, you can try to convince as many people as you want. And if they don't believe you, that's not failure. I think it's just like with religion and belief in general, it's all internalized. And if it makes you feel self-worth and that you've done all you can do and you love it and all of that shit. That's all that really matters. You you go to sleep happy. Yeah. You, you found the fucking holy grail. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But if while you're on this quest, or I guess let's take a step back to what you were kind of getting into, like what what's happened in your life that led you to this fascination with figuring it all out? The occult. The occult. The occult. Um, okay. Astrology. Astrology. And the thing is, I was raised, okay, I was, my name, my real name, my first name is Christian. That's like my first, like, like legal name is Christian. It's Paul. Oh, okay. So, Your middle name. Uh, yeah. My middle name is Paul, but my first name is Christian. Like, okay. religion. Um, so, you know, and, and the thing is, you know, I was raised a Catholic. And Me too, yeah. And the thing is, I was like, a, like a really like, uh, what's the word? Like I was like a good Catholic. I like believed in the, my religion. I believed in like, yeah, I believe in whatever they taught me in school. This is what is probably true, you mm -hmm. know. And then, as you started getting older, whatever you believed in started being questioned. You started questioning your religion, and then you realize that. You're probably everything they taught you is a lot of it's a lot of lies, right? You know, and then you and you start search, and then what I believe is 
the I guess the outer forces start sending you messages. They start either either you can say they're trying to confuse you even more, or they're just maybe they're just telling you, hey, you're you're this person who has who maybe you're 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 born to understand this, and you can sort of maybe tell everybody else this is what I believe is it's true. But maybe 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 not. Maybe I say what well, you're full of shit. Maybe you don't. What do you really know? You know, you're you're just you know you're just. And that's kind of like what I go through a lot of words. You're just a this you're just a man. You know, and you 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 were you know very little about really what's going on. Maybe you only know certain small snippets, but everything else is kind of like, you know, you, you really have no clue really of how things really work in this existence that we live in, you know? Right. But, but the thing so, is, and the thing is, figure out, that's, you know what I mean? That's the, no, no, no. But, but, but then again, here, and here comes like my, you see, I've pushed away the occult since I was a little boy. It's always called out to me, but I always pushed it away and say, no, my religion told me the occult is bad. It's evil. It's Satanism. You know, you, you can't, you know, you should never go there. But guess what? It keeps coming back to me. You know what I mean? So you push it away and it comes back. Right. You know, you, you can't ignore it. You can't ignore it because you're wondering, well, okay, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to be the, the best Catholic I can, but then all this crazy shit happens. And you sort of sit there and you start going, huh, why? Why is this happening to me? What's going on? Okay. All know? right. So what what instances of or what aspects of the occult have a, uh, been calling out to you that have led you to uh, your beliefs and your, uh, your in the Holy Grail theory that you have? Well, well, the people I mean in my life, you see, I, I looked into like astrology and, you know, I'm a Scorpio, uh, but the moon Sagittarius. If that means anything, if you understand astrology mm -hmm. uh, i don't okay okay a lot okay. of people i'm sure do okay um well if i did my chart online because you can you know and uh in a lot of aspects of what they told about my personality are very pretty much spot on and i said yeah this is pretty much who i am but then you start going deeper and deeper which is what a Scorpio does. They go deeper and deeper into things and try to, because they want to figure out who they are, why they're here and why, and why, what are like, what is the mean of life? You know, and that's kind of like what I'm trying to figure out is what is the mean of life and why are we here? That right. big overall general question of why are we here? You know, and then you start, you start noticing patterns in in the people you mean in your life and and then you figure out that you know there's a certain connection with certain people that you meet and then you're able to base um their behavior on maybe a pattern that maybe um what's the word maybe it's a pattern that is a part of a universal con un uh, un collective unconsciousness that exists in our world mm -hmm. whereas we there's we're all kind of grouped together in these certain like we're all it's not just chaos it, you know just like everything is just kind of free flowing and chaotic there's a right. certain order to everything in this existence that why we live like why like these people are born to do this one thing you're born to do this other thing uh you're born to do this you know and and that's part of 
the overall order in the universe that exists. It's not yeah, just, I, you know, and people are it, drawn to to each other too, cosmically. Yeah, exactly. I, I yes. feel too. And people, yeah. yeah, and people are yeah, exactly. You just said it. People are drawn yeah. to each other cosmically for certain unconscious, un, you know, reasons that they just don't understand unless they look into it because they want to know. And and that's what I've been doing for the past couple of years is look into why. These experiences I've had. Why do I meet these people? Um, why not these people? Why do I experience these things that I can't understand, but I want to understand? Because you know, um, you know, like I said, like my religion told me, don't do that. It's it's you know, go. I'm going to pray for you because you, you you're you know Satan's uh, tricking you. It it was just probably true. You know, the devil's a liar. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'll be so about and just start trying to confuse you. So yeah, I can say yeah, that's probably true. You right. know, they're trying to confuse me, but, but, but then again, um, maybe, maybe that's an overall aspect of who you realize who you are. You know that maybe your that your so your your search in life as is in the Grail is a part of my quest. The Grail for me is probably my quest for that knowledge that will maybe let me know who I really am, and my and and why I'm here in this world. You know, like why. Mm why why i you know like why i'm talking to you about these things and maybe other people will look into their lives and maybe figure out maybe that there's so much more to their lives than just you know materialism mm -hmm. you know just the things you see uh, and that's it there's just more to life than just this matter you know there's something spiritual spiritual spirituality is not a bad word it's not a bad thing it's something to maybe give you a sense of, hey there's so much more to life and just um you know whatever I see in front of me. Right. Well, the only, maybe the only material thing in the world that could, that really means something is this chalice, this holy chalice. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. But, but then, but then again, like I said, maybe there's so much more behind it. It's cryptic. Oh, yeah. you know, I mean, there's a lot of cryptic messages that are sent out. Maybe it means so much more than what, than, than what's being shown in front of you. You know, mm -hmm. maybe there's another story. Maybe there's something else there that 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 you know that there's some. You know, there not everything is a lie. You know, but then again, there's always two sides to something. Very true. That makes does that make sense? You know, yeah, I, I, it does. And you know, there's there's a lot of sides to to this particular search. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are as many sides as there are people. I'm sure. It's just one of those. It's just one of those things where everyone's got a, an opinion on it, you know, whether you're religious or not. Like, um, but I haven't spent too much time concerning myself with the Holy Grail personally. Okay, that's uh, fine. No, I mean that's. Uh, but uh, I, I, that's yeah. It's I, I think I, like I like yeah, to believe well. something like that exists. Like there is. There's an actual, there is the one, there is the fucking holy chalice, the goddamn cup that Jesus held at the last supper and was used to collect his blood. And it's somewhere and, you know, and it's only... powerful and it will yeah. give you powers and it will, it will give you, it will heal you of your pain. It will basically, it's like, yeah. And it, yeah, it's like that, Lord of the Rings, man. You know, it's, it's like Lord like... of the Rings. It's like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> all, yeah. I mean, exactly. that's the basis for whatever's yeah. Um, But yeah, man. I mean, the, the only, I mean, who no one knows anymore, that knowledge I'm sure is just lost 
you know uh if it were a disney movie the the, the chalice would be able to talk and walk and tell us that it is the holy grail and sing but, and sing and sing, and a, sing a song dude. about it you know and sing a song uh, about it yeah here we're gonna uh, sing a song about this entertainment but you, you know here in the real world uh there's just possibly some chalice buried or hidden or maybe in plain sight maybe one of these uh that are on display in these cathedrals in spain or wherever maybe that they actually really are we don't but we'll never know i don't i truly think we'll never actually know there's no fucking it's like the shroud of turin you know it's just yeah, a mystery yeah. and the mystery is always gonna be it's just always gonna live uh because i i really don't see how you can uh prove it but um moving on from just an actual chalice you you have a theory that there's a there's a duality with the the grail right yes i i i believe that okay you have okay you're like you heard of dan brown right you know da vinci code he's the author of uh the da vinci code da yeah vinci, da vinci code yeah and well obviously in his book he has which he which they say he borrowed it from someone else um that the chalice represents a not just an actual artifact but a person so it's symbolic mm -hmm. the, the concept of the grail is basically a symbolic of a person um mm -hmm. and and if you read dan brown's uh novel uh the da vinci court even watched the movie uh it talks that you know there was a lineage there was a bloodline you know that jesus had um a family he had children you know and, and that these children are you know basically were you know obviously they had to flee mm -hmm. you know uh for the middle east but go to france and settle there and so the descendants you know basically started the merovingian dynasty yeah um, they, they they fled egypt and they had to to nidify in in southern france that's mm -hmm. sorry. That's that's the new word of the night, nidify. <laughs> I always have to cut people off and apologize, but that's just how I do it, Paul. Anyway, I've got to move on. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so exactly. uh, so Mary Magdalene and Jesus apparently had a daughter named Sarah and possibly other children, mm -hmm. and they. I, I would I would, just, I, I would assume that they probably had, but I would say that the thing is, if you read about things about. When Mary Magdalene fled to Egypt, was that she basically had, you know, a handmaiden, um, a, a, right. you know, a little like a really like a dark-skinned young girl who was. They say, yeah, Sarah was her handmaiden. But I'm thinking, wait a minute, that that has to be the fact that that was his daughter. <laughs> she was right. pretending to be. She was pretending to be the handmaiden. So you know, basically, she was hiding in plain sight. Right. Uh, I've read a little bit about Sarah. I guess they call her Sarah La Kali. Yeah, and she, I think she's that's supposed to be a, a symbol of love, and she, they call her Saint Sarah. Yeah, and um, yeah, I guess she was just in the south of France, beginning in the first century, and she, she, I, I, they say that she was present at Jesus's death, and um, she, I don't know, she's just like a a, a beacon of love. For for everyone in, in in France, she had a vision that the female saints 
Oh, no, sorry. She wasn't at Jesus's death. See, this is a problem I get when I'm reading. But she had a vision that the female saints who were present at Jesus's death would arrive on their shores in France. And when they did around the year 42, St. Sarah was the first to lovingly welcome them. Mm-hmm. So that's one um, theory. And then the second they call the golden legend from the 13th century where St. Sarah arrived with the three Marys, Mary Magdalene, Mother Mary, and Mary of Bethany. And this is the theory you were just talking about. She showed up with them as one of their slaves. Mm-hmm. And she was said but to be in a, in a she, very but, beautiful Egyptian woman with healing powers, you know? Yeah, yeah. So and, and there you and, you, and that's kind of like, that, and, and I used, and then this is, the thing is, I used uh, astrology and because uh, Gemini. And what is Gemini? Duality. Mm-hmm. Right. So there you go. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. I, I mean, it, you know, it, it, because that's, that's, you, know, you can look it up online that Gemini is, means duality. So there, there you go. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, but I guess the third, the third legend that is brought up is what mm-hmm. we also, what we've been talking about that she's the actual daughter of Mary yeah, and Jesus. Yeah. yeah that's and, right. You know, yeah. so yeah, she, they, they fled to, southern france and yeah there, she she was raised started and, lineage, yeah and she yeah, started and a lineage that, and yeah and she's and she's they have totally descendants. revered she's totally revered she's known as the queen of the outsiders and she's a beloved yeah. patron saint of like um like egyptians uh, you know but romany gypsies the romany gypsies actually romany gypsies yeah gyp, gypsy egyptian i guess it's well, she's, like a, a, she's a well, she's a patron saint of romany gypsies because she's she's a traveler you know she's she's constantly traveling so obviously yeah. they they see her as a patron saint yeah um, i guess i should clarify gypsies not egyptian they were called gypsies because they were mistaken at, for egyptians or whatever but um, but you can see why they went from from you know where they were um after Jesus was crucified and they go through Egypt to go to, mm-hmm. you know, to Europe. Um, so, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. And to, protected by the Knights Templar. Maybe, I, don't, uh, I, don't, I, I, I'm not even sure, but I, I, that's I, later. I think that's my, later. <laughs> my, yeah. The Knights Templar is actually later. I think I, I have to look up on, I have to look into that. I haven't really touched up on Knights Templar. Oh, I, I would Knights Templar is way later. This is, I'm, I'm mixing shit up here, Paul. Oh, don't okay. Listen, that's okay. Don't listen to me people. No, don't I'm, worry. I, I'm a, I'm a terrible, uh, religious scholar. So am I. Don't worry. I'm just kind of. I'm just going on my uh, whatever visions I have and whatever little like um, premonitions that pop in my head or little. Uh, I guess you could say cryptic messages that pop in your head and you kind of go and say, "Huh, I wonder what that means." I'll look into it. No, I know exactly like, what you're talking like, about. Like, remember we were talking about. We were talking. Okay, we were talking about Slayer. Remember I talked. We were talking about Slayer. And I brought up this, the whole thing about Slayer. Remember that we were, we were talking about. Yeah, you Slayer, you were right? mentioned. You were mentioning. You were mentioning that the the music video for Seasons in the Abyss. Okay, now look at has this. has a meaning, and I watched has it. Has the meaning, and, and, and look I, at and look at the fact that it was filmed in Egypt, which is really weird because you're thinking, wait, okay, this song's about this is a song called Seasons in the Abyss. There's mm-hmm. Slayer, and they're in Egypt, and you look at all this. If you want, okay, if anybody's go to YouTube and watch it. And you're gonna say, "Wow, that's weird." There's a lot of 
cryptic messages in this video what it's trying to say and i never could figure it out since you know so that video is like over 30 years old right so mm -hmm. um and, and now you get to this point where you're thinking oh okay there's some it's saying something to you but you don't know what it means um and you have like you know if like i say in you know this is what this is what was really weird remember that little girl that's in the video mm -hmm. guess what that's saying something that's tall that's that's saying something it, it, Slayer you think that's sarah that's they're trying to say that's basically they're saying if you look at the video why why mm -hmm. are they going away with a cross with the, with the cross why why are they why are these guys and camels playing with the cross what is that saying get right. it you know does that and you go and then they have this little girl there and there was a boat and slayers on the boat they come Mariah and carry king and then they're saying they're crossing they're going somewhere they're crossing going to another place it's a story that they're trying to represent something about you know the 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 the, the, the basically that the story the message that you know jesus had a bloodline and they're getting they're daughter. getting run out of they're getting run out of egypt yeah exactly yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, can, why you have can, all the, you know. I can see that now that you're talking about it in the video. Because when I was watching the video, I was like, okay. It, 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 I can see what they're doing. Because, yeah, it's a bunch of Egyptian kind of warriors on camels with big swords. And they're taking the but big... But they have a cross down. there. Yeah, there's a cross. And they, like, yeah. took it down and were dragging it away. And then, yeah, Slayer's on a boat. Don't know where the boat's going. There's a scroll Something about a, it looks like kind of like a secret scroll. I don't really know. And yeah, the little, There's girl. A little girl. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you know, start, and then you start in front of the pyramids and, and get, uh, and guess what? Tom Mariah and Kerry King are Gemini's. Oh, really? And yeah, Tom Mariah is a pretty well known, devout Catholic, right? Well, you know, his birthday is? Uh uh. It's like June 16th, 1961. Uh, so six. 1661 so there's three six, sixes six, six. <laughs> yeah. oh man well so i mean just, and go yeah you say go figure but uh just wait for yeah. just wait for the the next uh uh incarnation of slayer to come around with the children who were actually born on june 6 <laughs> 2006 like real 666 you know what i mean that's yeah, gonna be some uh, evil yeah. shit I mean, they're, yeah, they yeah, could be, Damien, they're coming. Yeah, like Damien, they're like, like 15 Damien. years old, 14, 15 years old now, right? Oh, they're, my God. They're coming. But <laughs> anyway, uh, so on this Seasons in the Abyss video theory, just kind of haphazardly, I came across uh, one, of, one of the uh, theories of a chalice that could be the Holy Grail is the chalice of Donya Araka. I hope uh -huh. I'm saying that right. Um, but it's an artifact that's kept in the Basilica of San Isidoro in Leon, Spain. Right. Mm -hmm. So what I've read, and I'll, I'll basically read it verbatim here. So there was a book in 2014 called Los Reyes de Grial, which developed the hypothesis that this chalice had been taken by egyptian troops following the invasion of jerusalem and the looting of a church of the holy sepulchre i don't really know how to say that sepulchre then I given sepul sepulchre like sepulchre that? that makes sense sepulchre sepulchre i say sepulchre 
but uh yeah, scepter sepulcher yeah uh then given by the emir of egypt to the emir of denia or denia who is who in the 11th century gave it to the kings of leon in order for them to spare his city in the reconquista uh but i just thought that was interesting there's a whole theory that egyptian troops took it and gave it away i don't know Mm-hmm. Or it could be another. Like you said, it could be another Grail. That's not the actual Grail. It could be this. Like you can just say, "Hey, this is this is the Grail, and this is it." And you're like, "Oh wow, this is the Grail." But then there's like somewhere else is the other Grail. And you're like, "Well, wait a minute. Well, that guy said he has it too." I know. <laughs> what the fuck, but I, like, what the like, fuck dude? I thought but, you told me you, I'm gonna I want to destroy your city. Yeah, it's like I thought <laughs> you he, lied thought, to me. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I mean, you just told me that you had you. You just told me this is the real thing, dude. What's what's up, dude? Are you? Yeah, it's like a guy in a van. To me? A, a guy yeah. in a van. A guy in a off van. Like, your, hey, man, you want to see the holy grail, off with, man? Off with your head! <laughs> off with your head! No, I, I think like um, what they say from what my utter uh, research brings up was that if you look at the female reproductive system, mm-hmm. it is in the shape. Like a grail, like a chalice shape. If you ever looked on, like in in like the anatomy books of the of the female reproductive system, it looks like a chalice. Oh, so the holy grail is an actual uh, like womb in a sense. It's a womb in a sense. It's symbolic of a womb. So that I mean, I that theory holds a lot. Is that, of weight. I mean, th- I mean, holds I mean, a like lot of water, it, it, as it were. Yeah. I mean, because like I say, if you look at. The Grail is the womb. Uh, look at okay. Look okay. Look look at. Let's go to Da Vinci. Look at the Last Supper paint, the fresco. Uh, look at the way how Mary Magdalene is positioned with Jesus. You know, and look how it's symmetrical in the shape of almost like a chalice. Hmm. I never noticed that. I mean, I never really just thought. Go about online that. and just go online and just look at the, the that that photo of the of the Last Supper fresco. And you're going to see the outline of a chalice. And you're going to say, that looks like a chalice. Because well, you can, you, and you, know, and you know Da Vinci, obviously. Um, look at uh, the Mona Lisa. Look at the way how he painted the Mona Lisa. And the way how she's looking like, I kind of know something. Right. Well, I'm I'm looking and what do you think? And what do you think? Like in the Da Vinci Code and the cover, they put a, a a painting of the Mona Lisa on the cover. Yeah, I mean, it's all symbolic, and there's a, a deeper meaning to to things that. I, I mean, I mean, like I mean, I, I could say what I believe is that's the truth, but but then you're you're right. I think that there's always should be room for you know maybe opinion and maybe more research to maybe figure out maybe there's more to maybe there's other things that we don't know about you know and maybe we're able to maybe figure out okay what what have you learned okay maybe maybe the overall message is what have you learned in your research in figuring this stuff out does that make sense other than other than the fact that we maybe in our lifetime you or my life that we will never grasp a true artifact, you know, it's not like I can go on an adventure like Indiana Jones and look for this cup and say, "Oh, guess what? I've, guess what? I've, guess what, Jason? I found it, dude! You found it, was it man! It was in my backyard. It was in my backyard. <laughs> I <laughs> knew it was I, like I, down the street. Yeah, I knew you know I was I mean? drawn. I knew I was drawn to this house for a reason. It was buried in the fucking backyard. I was walking down the street and it was right there behind the garbage can. 
you know, and I, and, and I just found I said, oh, look what I got. You see, like, uh, you know, or maybe it's just the overall belief that you up till now, up to this point from, from me being, you know, a small child to me being like almost in my, in my, old, in my late 40s. And you figure out that, hey, you know, there's so much more to uh, this life and just the, you know, materialism, you know, which is like mm-hmm. why, like, like maybe that's what sort of has um what's the word giving me some kind of hope that there's so much life is going to be you know i guess better right <laughs> you know it's not it's not going to just be like hey we live through a time right now where people are really unsure people are fearful people are scared uh people don't want to get sick people don't want to see you know crazy shit happen um you know and, and people want to know that things are going to get better later on mm-hmm. does that make yeah, sense and- yeah. yeah, it does. And, you know, with any sort of, uh, I mean, life is a, like a fake I mean, pa- I mean, like in the past, like 11 in months, in the past 11 months of, right. okay, in the past, okay, look at this place. Look how our lives have been affected in the past 11 months since this whole pandemic, like, you know, started. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of people's lives have been totally changed. There's, you know, and I think everyone's been affected one way or another. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. So, I mean, you. I mean, I don't think I've ever met anyone who hasn't told me that they haven't been affected by anything that's happened in the past eleven months. I haven't well, think I've th- ever met anybody. I think they've all been affected in some way. You know, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're a fucking psycho. Why? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, even no, even a psycho because psychos can't go out there and meet their victims. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's you true. know, you're like, I don't want to get sick. You know, because right. then I'll die. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, you know yeah man i mean i think i think it's i think it's caused it's caused a lot of people to pause and reflect and yeah i mean just uh take takes take stock in in what's important and uh just maybe approach life a a little more righteously i don't know Uh, i know i've had a lot of different ideas about the trajectory of my life in the last year that's for sure but i also just turned 40 so Okay. All right. It's who knows. It could be just. And, 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 but not only that, but the thing is that you're also a father. You know where where you know you yeah. you made that big step into you know like I'm in you know I'm in charge of this person. You know I I I have to take care of this other person. I, you know yeah. and that's a big you know what for me that's like dang <laughs> I mean that's, yeah that's, even that's, if I didn't want to the law kind of requires me to doesn't it you know it's like. <laughs> well no what the thing is like if i don't like, do it i gotta pay you know it's yeah there you go okay stuff. yeah no and there you go you know you're right no and so you gotta pay you're true nothing's yeah nothing's ever free whether That's whether you right. want you want to be a parent or you want to be single have freedom you gotta pay for both things either way whatsoever you know it's not gonna right. be there's no free lunch it's a lot, of, a lot of money uh, being spent either way but you know speaking exactly, of being exactly father, yeah exactly yeah yeah speaking oh, of ahead. being a father uh let's get a little back into this um bloodline of jesus and mary magdalene you mentioned another book to me that you've you've read that holy kind of holy blood holy grail that's right, right. by mike by michael bajan no Richard i haven't re- yeah Henry no, i haven't Lincoln. really I haven't really read that book, but when I read the controversy, not really controversy, but that Dan Brown actually kind of like borrowed a lot of his ideas from that book about, oh, you know, I for see. his book, for his novel that he kind of threw out, say it's kind of like, um, um, <laughs> if like, um, you know, someone like if, if let's say, uh, 
some guy who has no concept of like the military writes a book like Fifty Shades of Grey. You know what I mean? Like he's just kind of like, oh yeah, I read a bunch of Tim Clancy books, and I can write my spy novel. You know, right. it's, it's like kind of it's kind of like that kind of thing. If, I um, see. Does that make sense? You know, because he, he, bar- he borrowed from the experts. He's a yeah. He's a, if he's this a charlatan, out- man. He's a fake. He's a fake expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I wouldn't know what that's think- like personally. Uh, you know, I mean, I always know what I'm talking about. Yeah, n- yeah, <laughs> but that's but that uh, no, no, but that's that's good. I think uh, I guess everybody has their, you know, picadillos and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely well, do not like know plagiarism. what I'm talking about. Play out plagiarizing shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know this this book the we're the talking major about the holy grail we're talking about the holy grail like the holy or to have his i mean for us to have his talk about the holy grail is i mean it's a complex subject because you know yeah because because uh if you think about it people want to say well alien talk about aliens is much more interesting because you know we can talk forever from different people who have had alien experiences and you know, and they've seen UFOs. You can go and say, "Well, you know, Roswell was this, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, the guy who got, you know, his uh, who got who saw uh, like, you know, what he saw, or like whatever, you know, weird experiences he saw in Florida. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that, <laughs> it's always that's Florida. like it's oh no, because I was I remember when this is going off subject now that I saw a UFO in Florida back in '99. Now, see that? Oh, see that says see. a lot. <laughs> I, be, I believe it. Uh, yeah. See, you know, we'll talk about that. Well, no, we'll talk about the next time. That's, that's yeah, we'll talk totally about that different. another time. We'll talk about that next time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh, but no, no, but but going back to like the Holy Grail and like I I think maybe um what I see is that there was a lot of cover up and because if you think about it, you know. They're not going to tell the truth. You know, the church will never tell you the truth that, oh, this is all this, you know, it's all, you know, crazy crap. You know, this is, this is, this is, this is fantasy. You know, this is, this is Star Wars. You know, <laughs> you know, this, right. this, this, this is, you know, this is just, what are you talking about? Right. You know, it, but, but, but well, then I it's, believe. It's, it's interesting. It, like I haven't had this thought really until now, but uh, if, if Jesus did actually have a bloodline that, survived and it was at least one child possibly two and they could keep the bloodline going and you know the the holy blood and the holy grail book their whole um theory basically is that the holy grail is simultaneously the womb of mary magdalene like you were talking about but it's also the sacred royal bloodline that she gave birth to so if there is a cover-up i mean i mean just look at what they did to jesus like would you want to admit that you're the son of Jesus if you're just going to be persecuted and well, uh, like well, you're going to keep I, it I, secret I, or who everyone's going to try to protect you or you're going to try to protect yourself? Well, like, well, obviously, uh, but look up to like that point when you had the Romans going after all the Christians and basically they were just slaughtering them. So obviously they're going to hide. They, they want to hide somewhere safe and keep their bloodline, you know, intact. You yeah, know, just imagine uh, that they found out you existed. And also know? this. No, I'm sure they knew. They know, obviously, but they're not gonna go. Like I said, go online and just type anything you want to know about the Holy Grail and bloodlines. And they'll just say, most experts say we really don't really know. You know what I mean? Yeah. All we have I mean, is speculation, speculation, no really... and rumor. You know that, that's yeah. that's really that's really it. So there's not yeah. much. Um, 
but that's the fun of it for 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 me and for whatever CG yeah that's that's, that's the yeah it's yeah just, yeah we're yeah exactly it's just you know, we're to meet people that you can talk to about this stuff and you know maybe yeah. i mean because i i honestly never yeah because i never honestly until you brought it up and, and sent me some links and stuff i didn't know about this holy grail theory of uh being uh not just the womb in general for all any and all women on the planet earth but you know mary magdalene specifically i guess but mm. in a broader sense just the womb of you know uh, where uh, uh, a human is that the child is this? fucking incubated and de developed and made and then you give birth and you know that's a holy fucking uh experience it's a holy process in a sense if you want to get it's you can't get much fucking crazier or deeper than well i mean well i mean uh, you went through that i mean i, mean, I know you went but through that. i mean you're, you're i mean you're you're i mean like i couldn't imagine you know, what it's like internally for my wife or any woman i mean that's like a fucking sacred experience to 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 have no but if they human is, you, being but you, growing inside but you of you went to the miracle uh, but you went through the miracle of birth you know which that's is, true is, yeah what and that's and in a sense that is probably with the miracle of the chalice is that's the holy the grail man. that's the, the miracle of being yeah. born a child being born through the this you know okay you have you have this woman who is i will say is the wife of jesus mary Magdalene. you know mm -hmm. so there was this, it wasn't this like oh yeah she wasn't married it's hooked up no they had you know there was an actual they had a relationship you know mm -hmm. uh, whether people knew about her or not well that's who, who i don't know <laughs> you know what i mean people yeah. went there thousands of years ago i mean but, they didn't but, have their they didn't have a facebook status uh, like jesus like it's complicated you know i, I think i think like yeah <laughs> i think like <laughs> for for anyone who's listening like um it, it's for me um I, I i i i really had no really deep until we had started talking about this, I this has only been started like in the past month where I started was starting to get interested in like the grail. Like what what is it? Like like what does it mean? You know what I mean? Like so all of a sudden I just started thinking about it. And I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder what this means. You know what I mean, like that. Like I mean, look into it. Okay, maybe just go online and you know type shit you know and then you sort of start thinking about things and names you go down the rabbit hole people. man yeah yeah you start going down the rabbit hole and then you start putting things together you know the puzzle starts to fit and you go okay let's see uh let's let's let's, let's see if what you know maybe okay i got i got an answer here in my head let's see what these people say and then you're going oh crap this is connected you know so there you go um right and didn't didn't you because you know, um, uh, uh, didn't you find a book on the Holy Grail? I did. I what? And that's, that's <laughs> pretty. I was walk. I was in Sunnyvale. Okay, okay. There. That's okay, I forgot about that. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny that you actually brought that up because I totally forgot about that until now. Um, I think I put that photo of that book on my Instagram. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, found I found it in Sunnyvale on the ground. I was. Just, yeah, I, I was just walking on the ground. I was walking down the street. All of a sudden, I see that book, and I'm like, "Holy Grail!" I was like, "What in the <laughs> world is this on the ground?" So I said, "Maybe this is my Holy Grail." Okay, I'm gonna take it and just read into it and see. Yeah, this book's got the answers, man. <laughs> this, or maybe, or maybe it's just telling you. Maybe it's just life telling you. You've here's your Holy Grail. You found it. Take it now. Figure it out. 
what does it really mean? Right. And then there you go. And that's take probably it, like take it more seriously. Yeah, yeah. Serendipity. You know, right. as you said, you know, the, 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 the life itself is giving you, wants to give you the answers because you need, because you want to know, I will give you the answers that you need, you want to know because you, you requested that. And the probably I did. I said, I want to know. And it gave it to me. And, it gave, and, it, and everything's cryptic. I, I figured out that. Well, there, there right. does seem to be there does seem to be a power in uh, in thought and uh, manifesting reality by intention and thought. Uh, I, I believe that, and I've got friends that firmly believe that, and I've heard stories of manifestation. If you're, I mean, if you're constantly thinking of something, uh, something kind of, I mean, you might be more aware of signs uh, that point towards it or whatever, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, you you manifested that, I believe, I'm sure, just because it's on your brain, it's weighing heavy on you. Or maybe, then, or maybe, or maybe it's been there. Or maybe it's been dormant since being born. Maybe it's been dormant there for over forty over forty years. It's been dormant in my mind. Oh, it should be bombarded with images from TV and movies, mm-hmm. and then it's sending you that signal to you. But since you're a child, you're not able to process. The information because your your brain's just your brain is still growing, you know. Right. So obviously, and as and obviously as you get older, you kind of forget, you know, because you have other interests. You're you know you're busy with other shit. Uh, and yeah, then, yeah, I mean, you're 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 born. There's you know, I I you're born kind of knowing everything because you come from a state of all knowing. I I kind of think. And then you know, mm-hmm. as you get older, but no, but no, I agree. It's a no, process but you're right. of remembering instead of you know it's exactly. No, you're no, you're right. No, you're right. You're Everything. born with the process. Oh no, no, but no, but you're right. I think when you're born, you're kind of going through this kind of amnesia, you know, where you kind of, you know, because you're because you were born, you got when you went through the trauma of being born, right? And then you have to sort of remember everything that you remembered and in 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 whatever you were programmed because I believe you were so somewhat way programmed to do something in this life. That's why you were born, you know, and and you're supposed to do certain things and you know and figure out certain things you know that's why some people figure out like you know you know certain like equations and certain formulas uh you know and some people just you know they they build stuff uh you know they write music they create new art you know and and then you have some people who just come in they they're prophets you know people say that you know the age of prophets is there's no more prophets i don't believe that i believe that there are prophets being born every second you know there's always a prophet being born to basically figure out whatever was told in the past is a lie or was covered up and here's the actual truth mm-hmm. you know yeah the, uh, the, truth, like, like, the truth is constantly changing because of this you know of constant discovery and yeah. uh it, it's always like going back like going constantly back, learning like, about go- the past and changing it because it's just there's so much to learn like going back to like my interest in astrology, um, you know, like if you, if you, if uh, listeners out there understand astrology, remember uh, your moon sign basically represents your emotions. Like who you really are is your moon sign. Like your sun sign is like what people see. Like, you know, people see me, they might say, oh, that guy's a Scorpio. He has, because he acts like it, you know, but really in his emotions, because your emotions are who you really are. He's Sagittarius, which basically means that he's, kind of like a rebel you know he's you know he he basically he's a fire sign you know he's constantly 
rebelling at things, trying to figure things out, you know, finding the truth um, because he wants to know, you know, he's interested, mm-hmm. he's curious. Uh, and Price also, the moon sign of Sagittarius is also the prophet. Mm. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, man, it's all deep. You know, with astrology, me and astrology is like, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't believe in it because I kind of do because every time I look up anything about my sign, which is Libra, it, okay. it's pretty it's pretty spot on about my personality i can admit to whatever like, mm. oh shit that actually that kind of sounds like me are you good but, at writing stuff are you good at, like writing and poetry and yeah you can, yeah you're a musician yeah, yeah i mean yeah, I'm, i mean i'm better at writing than i am talking sometimes i think but you know i i also feel like there's a an influence if if you if you are looking for something in yourself or in any for good or bad and you read up on your your chart or astrology you're gonna find what you want or you're gonna assign traits and maybe take on traits that you didn't have because uh you read that that's who you're supposed to be and i feel like it could influence people in that way and confuse them or you know just turn them into different people like i said for good or bad i don't know but it's just like, is that who you really are? Or are you making yourself that person because you read that you are that person? You know what I mean? Or maybe and, you figured out that's who you really are. Maybe you I know that's it's it, 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 it could like be good or bad, like, you know. But how could it be bad to really know? I mean, the thing I don't is, know. that's yeah. what like, that's the problem with like that's the problem with like any large there's always a chance. I don't know. Institution. There's always some or the large institutions don't want you to question. Whether it's the government mm-hmm. or any religious organization, they don't want you to question because that goes against anything that they're trying to tell you to lead because they want to control your life. So obviously, if you think in something else, they're gonna they're they're, they're gonna look badly on you and they're gonna like ostracize you or they're gonna like mm-hmm. punish you because you're going against the system, you know, or, or the program. And oh, yeah. and that's and that's the thing about that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, but, but but like. But, but by going back to like the Holy Grail, it's that's all about religion. That's basically, you know, only, you know, only religious people talk about the Holy Grail, you know, because, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, unless you, unless you, okay, unless you use it in terms, <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I mean, it's, unless you use the word in terms of Holy Grail, like referring to something you're looking for, like a guitar. Right. Yeah, man. I found this Les Paul. That's the Holy Grail in my collection. You yeah, know? exactly. It's I like the Holy Grail fucking car. This is the Holy I've been looking Grail for this Camaro. record. This record <laughs> yeah. I've been looking for. This Dead Kennedy first press LP uh, right. mint condition. That's the Holy Grail. I've been looking at it forever. Then I found it hiding underneath uh, a bunch of like uh, uh, fucking like uh, Jim Croce records or some shit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. Holy Grail is definitely a uh, it, it's a term unto itself. Now it means it means uh, something that is very, very rare, very limited, very hard to find. And uh, when you find so, it, it's, it's very are, are in, in your lifetime. It's very unlikely you're going to find it. And when you find it, it's the fucking Holy Grail. You know? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. you know. It's so like it's love. The, love the is the holy it's the, grail. Well, it's, Paul. it's the pinnacle. It's the pinnacle. Exactly. No, no, no. It's the, okay. What did we said? The holy grail is the pinnacle of love. That's that that is the pinnacle of love. Is the holy grail. That well, is they say, and they birth, and then birth and, birth, and, and yeah. birth, birth and miracles and birth, children being born. That's the yeah. holy grail, you know. But 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 then again, you have other forces that don't want you to go in that narrative they, they want to shift the narrative to something totally different 
You know, they want to yeah. manipulate the narrative. Um, but for their whatever reasons they have, and I'm sure there's many, uh, you know, so that that's, a lot that's, a lot of yeah. people hate love and hate when people get along. It's yeah. very evident yeah. in the United yeah. States. It's very it's evident in, in I noticed that, yeah. Right I noticed it's like yeah. what's you're, what's you're, the big deal? You don't like uh you like jealousy. confrontation. Jealousy, like I think it's jealousy. I think a lot of, you like people who don't want to hate people and don't want you to hate people. You yeah. hate people that want the world to be a better place. It's a little fucked up. It's a little twisted. Well, people um, are materialistic. But, I, I, oh yeah, for sure. Think, think, but going, I but think, going back to. Think, okay, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, Sarah, the daughter of Jesus Christ, the supposed daughter of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. uh, like she is the symbol of love. Like that's, you know, if she is the Holy Grail or part of it. She is known as being the symbol of love. So I guess in the end, you know, love, Holy Grail, uh, birth. Prevail, love prevails over everything. It's the Holy Grail, man. Peace, love, yeah. all that shit. All that shit the hippies were talking about. You know. You know. Er, hippies is fun. <laughs> hippies is punk. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> hippies. <laughs> yeah, it's all, the, it's all the same. Sorry. Um, hippies but, is know. punk. Yeah, it's true. No, it's true. One and the same. Uh, just you know, uh, different, <laughs> di- different, di- different dress code, same habits. Uh, they just need more soap. That's it. <laughs> uh, need more fucking soap. Like I don't know, like fucking Irish Spring or something. Irish Spring. That's that's a staple. Oh, just r- real quick. Speaking of soap, you ever notice when you're on tour and you're staying at the fucking crustiest fucking house, and it's just a real shit show. And you love yeah, it. Yeah, I can. Well, it's just yeah. always it's always a good time, you know. And you know, I've, I can tell I'm you sure stories. you have. I've lived in I can that t- house. I can, I, but I, I, can... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know you got stories. Uh, I got but stories. You ever, you ever notice that no matter how dirty the house is and uh, how fucked up it is and how there's no toilet paper or anything in the bathroom, there's always really nice soap. They have like yeah. the nicest you know, hand. Yeah, hand there's soap. dial. <laughs> our spring. No, not dial. not dial. Not not dial. I'm talking. I've seen. Like I've seen this dial. A big yellow bar of of <laughs> soap right there. And you're going, dude. The toilet is crusty. The the whole ring is crusty. <laughs> it's like really bad. Like you're like, dude. You need a fucking chisel and a fuck, you know, and a, and a hammer, you know, for that. And, and I'm saying, and you're like, what? And then there's a bar of yellow dial. In its pristine form, right there on the on the counter, and you're going, "What?" I can like, see that. I can see it. dial dials. Possible. It stands out. It's a it's a beacon of light because uh, because of the color, and it it stands out. But I'm talking about like handmade, like artisan soap made from God knows what, and probably made you by them. Like, Who- me, me, oh, you mean made from like the uh, the ashes of of heroes, and, and, yeah. and you know, and and they were like. They, they it was lie that was you know basically they made the soap in a, in a river and they they, they 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 took their clothes and brushed on rocks and they took the lie and it was able to get off the the, the, the most hardest brown shit stains on that right. <laughs> yeah man and it somehow finds its way into the crappiest shittiest bathroom but you know it's got like lavender and amazing like, actual pumice in the fucking soap anyway i don't think of what's pumice what the hell is that oh it's what's just that? a soft stone pumice right yeah oh, okay. Like, oh, is that okay I would, is that pumice people people That's scrape so their i mean people might say pumice i say pumice but you, you know, like scrape your 
fucking gnarly feet with it. It smooths out your skin, you know? It's good for your skin. Pumice. It, anyway, I digress. I had to get that had to get that out. Um I'm, okay. I'm sure just whatever. Nice soap in punk houses is all I'm saying. It's the holy grail of a punk house. It's the holy you grail. Find, you can't find you can't find fucking toilet paper. Soap. But you you got oh, you can, a, I mean, a bar soap. Okay, yeah. there are times okay, there are times when you don't find toilet paper and you're just kinda like, Where's the fucking toilet paper? And you're like, <laughs> Oh wait, there's a bar of soap. There's a bar wow. of soap. Just hop just in the shower with that the nice bar, bar of soap. soap. <laughs> yeah. Steam steam clean your asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! All oh, right, God. well, I, the, no, I can think of I can uh, I can tell like a second stories about. Oh man, we'll, we'll have for to another talk time. About That's it for here. another time. Absolutely, yeah. we'll, it's, uh, it's too good. Sure, we have our we have our horror stories. To oh, dude, I've got about. them. I've got them. Oh my God, I've got quite a few that are pretty gross. But <sighs> so when it comes to the Holy Grail, we have mentioned multiple locations, multiple uh, different kinds of ve- vessels that people claim could be the holy grail um but when it comes to the physical chalice itself that you know you actually believe there is one where where do you personally think it resides today and who do you think has it who does it serve where what what does paul think about that shit where is he actually you know what i'll be honest it doesn't matter I agree with that. <laughs> I don't really. I don't think you're really mad. I, 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 it could be like a Dixie cup, you know. <laughs> you know, I don't think it really matters. Really, like if it's an actual thing you can hold in your hand, because if if you because if you could, right. it'd be in a museum. It would be like in a museum or be in a locked up case somewhere underground mm-hmm. where no one could touch it. You know, only except a few select group of people on this planet. Well, I'm convinced if it were in a fucking museum, it wouldn't be in the museum very long. It would get stolen. It would be. It would get hidden again. It that's would just, true. Yeah, yeah. Well, it that's would be a that's, yeah. Whole yeah. big shit that's, show. Yeah, it, it would be. It would literally be like Lord of the Rings. It would just be like changing. Yeah, games, you're right. Yeah, yeah. it would be. Yeah, fucking power struggle. Um, but so I you think don't. It's so not, you don't think you don't think it's in a physical location that like you don't think that any of these um actual theories like uh glastonbury or valencia no no i don't know i don't know i don't think it's any of those places i don't think i don't think it's in any of those places at all i think i think that like it was probably lost Mm -hmm. or disappeared or just disappeared just turned to dust and just vanished you know and oh you have this folklore and legend you know so you think that, it, you and, think it, it it might still be out there but not but in the hands of no one uh, no i think it's gone off this planet it disappeared oh, you know, you know what i mean like 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 leaves it just falls apart and disappears and it's gone it's it's never gotcha. it doesn't exist you know and uh but but i believe that the overall message is that the duality of the cup you know, whereas whereas you have, you know, the cup, the artifact, which is no longer exists on this planet, but you have the blood lineage, which still exists till this point now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so makes, yeah, that makes total sense. But where does that where does that put you in your quest? 
Like, you, know? you mean like, like, like where am I? Where do I go from now? Where do I go now? Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Here? What's like, next? What's next? Where, where do you go? Where Where do you go from here in in your search? I guess um, you wait for something to hit you on the head. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I wait. I wait for something to come and just hit me on the head. It's like boom. Okay, there you go. You know, that makes or maybe sense, I have to, you know, I. Oh. Maybe I had to watch the life of the Monty Python's holy. Maybe the, all the answers are probably in that movie. It could be. That's you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of having you know, that thought when I was watching it. I was like, you know what? Is, I think I think it. as ludicrous as ludicrous as that movie is, in, yeah. in a way, it's ingenious. Probably yeah, all the answer. Probably all the answers are there in that movie. How about the Holy Grail? It's probably all there. Like if you, it's just like I said, as it's by Timmy Terry Gilliam, so obviously it must have some shred of 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 just you know, uh, of proof that there that this is it. This is yeah, this is what the real. If you want the answers, it's right here in this movie. You yeah, know? man. I mean, the the answers lie in in laughter, in love, in comedy. I mean, that's that's where you find some real truth. Or maybe the knowledge, or maybe it's just the knowledge, the illuminate. Okay. And this, I got this from Indiana Jones. Illumination. 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 All right, explain. You're illum- you're illum- you're illum- okay. You're illuminated. You have right. gained maybe uh, wisdom. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's further solidified your your belief that there's so much more to this life than just what I see in front of me. You know, spirituality. It's straight. Mm-hmm. It's bit stronger. Maybe more, and that probably is my further goal on this planet is to keep becoming much more spiritual as a person. And so that is one of the experiences that I had to go through. One of the, I guess, like like like, okay, I got an adventure in my mind mm-hmm. to figure out. What does this all mean and why? You know, and mm-hmm. then here's the answers. And you go, oh, okay, wow, that's straight in my spirituality. Okay, so I'll just keep going toward the next right. quest, you know. And, well, yeah, and, I mean, they, they say and, and what, satisfaction is the death of desire. So, yeah, there you, go. you know, yeah, you can have your victories, but keep moving and keep, keep that and fire desire. and desire. And, you know, uh, the Holy Grail is if it motivates you, I mean, that could be the Holy grail too, is like the feeling of, uh, ambition and inspiration, you know, just a lust for life. Go. Yeah. It could go or anywhere. Maybe is that <laughs> it, or, or maybe not, or maybe to others, a message to others out there, you know, whether, where you are religious or you're not religious or even that you're not spiritual or you are spiritual, that there is more, to less life than just you know what you see in front of you, and that's and that you know maybe that will give you that sense that hey you know maybe things will get better, you know mm-hmm. through you know whatever things that occur right now at this point things are going to get better. You know they're not going to they can only get worse, but they can also get better as well. There has to be a balance and mm-hmm. a balance, and so that's you know my little pep talk to. Uh, Everybody out there, um, you know, who's dealing with whatever in their life at this point, um, you know, whether you can't see your friends or even go to punk shows and have a good time, 
you know, I'm sure it's hard for a lot of people. They want to go and, you know, see their friends and, you know, have, you know, you know, like, like before all this shit happened, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah I'm sure a lot of people are bummed out that they can't, you know, usually just go and do that. I mean, you can, but it's kind of, it's, uh, I guess you could say it's uh, irresponsible, I guess is the word. Yes. Yeah, irresponsible is a word. Dangerous is another yeah. word. So, uh, so yeah, but um, that, I think like, um, that there i i believe that there are still more to come i'm still learning there's always going to be more from for myself personally um this is not the end of the story i'm sure something will happen probably next tomorrow and i'll be like hey jason guess what <laughs> yeah absolutely man you know and it, it, it reminds like, me <laughs> it reminds me like uh a few weeks ago my i had a guest freddie trujillo and we were talking all these uh uh, big birds, cryptid birds, and he's a bird watcher. And he was talking about how he doesn't see owls here in Portland very often. Um, and then I shit you not, like the next day, within 48 hours, he called me up and uh, he's like, dude, you're not even going to fucking believe this. He's like, I'm on Marine Drive right now. And I just saw a, uh, I'm going to, I think he said it was like a short eared owl or something wow. like that. Like an owl wow. I've never is heard that, of. He's like, like, is that like native to like that area? I mean, they're yeah, they're around here, but like I think it was kind of weird to see it where he saw it at the time of day that he saw it. And he's like, uh, I was just talking about how I never see an owl in Portland and yada yada yada. And then I'm fucking here I am, and here it is. Wow. You know, it's like wow, that's and that's whatever. That is that is, is that is that just rare? Is that just like a rare thing that kind of like you just don't see that very often. I, well, I guess the, I, to, the way he explained to me is yes, it's it's rare. It's rare for him, and it's something he's looking for. But the, I guess the point is, it's like he manifested that possibly by, you know, uh. <laughs> talking about it and wanting it and uh, whatever, man. I mean, but the 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 quest goes on, and the life does not cease to amaze you. You know what I mean? It's like you look for the signs and you look for the inspiration and then you see it uh, and it fucking keeps you but going. Look at, look it keeps you way. going. Look at this way. We're both musicians and, you know, we constantly looking for inspiration to write, you know, um, write music, the next big is, hit, uh, man. Uh, well, yeah, write the next big hit, you know, which is not easy. You know, it's a, it's, it's a labor that's, uh, it's painful. It's, it's, it's painful. You know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, you know, you have to sort of squeeze that turnip, you know, and get as much turnip juice out of that, you know, just yeah. to get some inspiration, which is not, um, you know, I, it's like I can go on my next opus, you know, and sing about Stonehenge or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be even talking about Stonehenge. Now that's, you see, now that's a totally different, like we can talk about Stonehenge, but yeah, totally we can talk about Stonehenge, uh, the song, you know? I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'd like that. <laughs> are, are, we, are, we gonna play, are we gonna play Stonehenge tonight? I don't. I don't know. No, we're not gonna play fucking Stonehenge. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think. I think we're on to something. I like this idea of just uh, using, just keeping, keeping, keeping the inspiration going, keeping your desire going, and never. The the search for the Holy Grail could be the or Holy Grail. Would you say it's obsession? Would you say it's also obsession? Oh, yeah, it's sure. If it's if it's healthy, it can be a very positive thing, you know. 
Yeah, but yeah, so I mean, maybe maybe, that... the, maybe the search for the Holy Grail is the Holy Grail itself. Just that that constant yearning for uh, just uh, you know a, a challenge and just constantly just getting yourself to just fucking do something that you find worthwhile and makes you happy. Yeah, exactly. Like whatever yeah, yeah. you know, whatever you 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 can actually, um, you know, whatever you. I don't want to say the word feel, but whatever, like you know, you you want to, you know, whatever drives you, you know, to do shit, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, and if it if the Holy Grail is an actual chalice, and I found it, I'll tell you what, I would definitely pour a shit ton of liquor in that thing and get drunk. <laughs> as fuck drinking out of that thing that'd be that'd be a really good time <laughs> um, what would you what would you pour in it like beer like fucking uh, liquor, or like it'd probably be vodka just because i kind of had vodka. Vodka. why not just like vodka straight just like yeah vodka or just like you would put like any yeah. like like cranberry juice in there and shit or like i don't drink my first i don't even drink i might even yeah. you know maybe just straight vodka man that's what i'd do <laughs> And a little bit of water. Yeah. You know I mean? Here you are sitting there with a the holy grail drinking vodka out of it. You're just like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what what would you do with it if you found it? What would I do with it? I would like um I would you know what? I would probably I would probably uh, hide it. I would hide it. You just hide it, not tell anybody. I would hide it. No, I wouldn't tell anybody. No, I would just hide it. I would just like, you know, like, okay, you know what? I found it. I'm just gonna put it somewhere. Probably somewhere where it's obviously there, and put people mm. would look at it and go, "Is that a cup?" You know, because it would probably. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll be like, "Yeah," you know. I can go and say, "Hey, Jason, guess what? I found the Holy Grail." I look at it, right. and you're like, oh, "Okay." You're like, "All right, hey, can I drink out? Can I drink like, out yeah. of that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure, Paul. Why not? Like, I don't know yeah, what's yeah. gonna. I don't know what. <laughs> is I don't it, know what's is gonna it happen to you? But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> is it clean? It might, it, it might change. Yeah, is it clean? Do I have to wash this thing out? Uh, it looks kind of dirty. You yeah. might have to wash it out a little. Yeah, I think you can wash it with a little like got, soap and stuff. But... You got any nice soap in your bathroom I could clean this thing out with? Yeah, I got some like dial or something. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Well, hell, uh, Paul. Uh, I think I think we did it, man. I mean, is there is there anything else about this topic you want to bring up before we we sign off here? Let me think. Um, since we went off topic, okay. So basically, um, it's a story. It's a work in progress, I should say, because I, it's like I said, this Canada came to me later the past. What was it like? We talked about two weeks ago. We started talking about this a week ago. It was a couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And all. And after that, I started doing more research, and then I just started more stuff started coming out, and I was like, wow, this is like. Everything's starting to come out because I was I was obsessed. I was starting to get obsessed. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there's the obsession. There's your, uh, you know, there's your Lord of the Rings. You know, and uh, that's your precious man. Yeah, that's your precious. Gosh, that's scary. <laughs> so you're gonna you continue. Know, you're just gonna keep. You're gonna continue. I'm gonna keep. I gotta keep digging deep into the rabbit hole, which is basically what it is. It's digging deep Good, into the man. rabbit hole. Oh. I would. Uh, I, I would. Uh, I would like say to everybody out there. Dig deep into the rabbit hole because, uh, you know, it's uh, deep. It's super deep. You it's, know, and, um, it's the deepest, yeah. You will find things, yeah, it's the deepest. And you will be like, uh, oh, even for the best. Maybe for the best, you will, you know, go and say, wow, okay. Um, I learned this today. <laughs> hey, class, right. I learned this today. <laughs> you know, 
know. I don't know if right. people are looking at you and say you're crazy, but you know, uh, we come to the right place. Right. <laughs> this is a laboratory. Hey. <laughs> well, fuck, man. I'm glad you were here. I'm glad we talked about this, and I'm glad. Oh, yeah, I'm glad. And you know, I. I, I hope people take something from it, at least it, it, anything, some motivation to look into it for themselves. Cause it's a pretty I fun think thing. Like, uh, I to. think they should, they should look like there's the answers are always in front of you. Like, and if you want to know the answer to something, it's there in front of you. You just gotta sort of figure it out what it is, but it's there. It's everything's in front of you right there. The answer to everything. Yeah, you man. Know? Take that's, a deep breath. That's what I, figure it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's, uh, <sighs> That's kind of like, uh, you know, my, well, since I'm like not doing shows and uh, not playing music right now, we haven't done anything in the past 11 months. I'm working full time. So um, I'm kind of right. like just, uh, stuff starts to pop in your head. Your brain starts to manifest itself these things. You're going, thinking this shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would normally ask what you got in the works and what you're doing, but I mean, uh, creatively, uh, I mean, do you got anything that musically or anything that you're working on that you want to let people like, know about? Like musically, um, yeah. I'm trying to like write the next gossip records. I'm like trying to just like write like um, we have like a bunch of releases coming soon. Oh god, I'm trying to think of uh, what we got coming out. I, you know, what, I we have a LP called Disciples of Death, which is basically mm-hmm. like just a complete space rock gossip or space rock op or music oh, you know and that's gonna be like working on that right now we have recorded we haven't done shit but you know I'm, we're sitting there writing riffs i'm just sitting there writing riffs and trying to like create new riffs and it's uh it's a process but i'm i'm getting there you know and uh, hopefully yeah. uh after the there's an okay to actually safely record you know mm-hmm. for me and my brother we, we can go in there and start you know, chopping away and start getting stuff done. That's yeah, like my man. big, I, we, we, we just did a with Captain Three Legs. So that's out there. Um, that that came out last year around, I think, July. I think mm-hmm. July came out last. And so we, we have that one. And then there's a split with Enemigo from San Jose. We have that one. That's pretty current. And so, who, who, um, put, who put those records out? Mortville put out the Captain Three Leg because, you know, Andy, who's in Captain Three Leg, he runs Mortville Records. So mm-hmm. he put it out. And Amigo was on, uh, I think it's RSR from Germany. Okay. I'm not familiar so they, with either one, but. Oh, okay. Okay. But, uh, you know, that's a German label, RSR. So they put okay. out the uh, Enemigo split with God Stomper. So that's like the two current things we have right now that we've done that, that have been released already. And so basically, oh yeah, there's also on uh, Cox and her, Cox and her. We have a live God Stomper co- collection cassette. Okay, you, uh, oh, basically you, you, like, Paul, you you cut out for a second. What what, what is it? Okay. You, Cox and her, um, the Godstopper, Telegram Tyrant, um, mm-hmm. the um, I think it's the original unprocessed, unmixed recordings from mm-hmm. the recording. Like, because you have you have the CD of Telegram Tyrant, but uh, uh-huh. it's really overly processed. It's over processed and over mixed. But then you have okay. the actual raw recording. So this is like the raw recordings of Telegram Tyrant, 
and it's, it's, it's what so you like, wanted it to be. Well, yeah, yeah, it's pretty much okay. what we wanted it to be. Like, if if they didn't overproduce it, I mean, we were fine with the CD, which is like I, I was happy with it. But the uh, the uh, the uh, the unmastered version. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. Well, it's it's like you know it, it, you can tell you can tell that it was it was like yeah this stuff was a mastered Toya mix. It's totally this really raw shit. Um, awesome. You know, but cool. they wanted to release it on the tape. I said, yeah, sure, why not? Um, it has, like, some rare, like, uh, live stuff from, like, the 90s. So that's, that's, Killer, like, the, that's, like the cur- that's like the current thing we got right now. It's uh, Cool. And, but you're, think, you're, working, yeah. you're working on the, the new record then. And, I'm uh, working on the new record. A bunch of space, other shit, space, so. rock. <laughs> space, base rock. Space rock. It's called Base Rock. You know, oh, base it's rock. Space Rock. It's called Base Rock. Base Rock. You know, so. <laughs> We call it base rock, so good. It's all you know. It's you could just call it, yeah, space base rock. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, it's uh, it's. I'm just working on it right now. It's just you know, I'm sitting there writing, you know, like stuff like you know what we're referring to, and uh, that Great, should be uh, interesting. So uh, well, maybe yeah. you'll get a song out of maybe you'll get a song out of tonight. You know, we probably, yeah. probably will. <laughs> good, I, I can't, will can't wait to something. hear it. Dude. Totally will. Something will percolate. Something will percolate in my mind. I'll be like, "Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll, yeah, I just do this and now uh, throw out some, maybe some." I, we'll see. I can only I'm, hope, man. I can only hope. But I'm definitely looking forward to it, man. No, and, no, I'm glad. Like I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Everybody out there, we haven't. Me and Jason haven't really seen each other like in a long time. It's been like. Since 2014, you know, so that's, I know, and it's, that's, who it's knows when we'll see each other so, again. You know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, so that's that's amazing that we really. This is all we got, Paul. Yeah, we'll make the, the best of it. Yeah, you'll be back. You'll be yeah. back in uh, in a few months for sure, man. And I can't wait to have you. Uh, thanks again for being on yeah. here, man. Yeah, uh, really, really, yeah, really thanks, good Jason. time. Yeah, uh, let's stay in Word. touch and awesome. uh, have a good night, you man. Too. I'll talk to you soon. All right. You too. All right. All right. All right. Later. So there you have it. That was Paul Barfo and myself talking the Holy Grail and what it could possibly be, what it could all mean. Uh, It was really enlightening conversation for myself. I have to say, I, I really did start thinking about the concept, or I guess I started thinking about the Holy Grail as a concept instead of just a physical artifact to be found. And Paul brought that up and I'm glad he did because it it changed my perspective. Uh, It was really good to have him on here. As I said, many times during, during our talk, Uh, he will be back. He's uh, a good old friend and I'm glad we, we got back in touch. Uh, His band God Stomper, who we were talking about there at the end uh, legends, phenomenal band I, I like to use the word phenomenal i i have found but it, it definitely describes them uh i'm gonna put a link up to their Bandcamp page it's just uh godstomper.bandcamp.com has their whole discography up there and it is lengthy it is massive uh so definitely check that out i can't put any put any of their music on the spotify playlist because they're not on spotify so if you want to hear God Stomper, definitely go to their Bandcamp page. I'll have a link up on the Buzzsprout page as well. And that's it. 
I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I certainly did. And I hope this week goes well for everyone. And I do mean everyone. I hope cooler heads prevail in this country and uh, you just kind of have like normal days without all this craziness. That'd be nice, you know, to look at the news and not hang your head in disappointment or shame or fear. <laughs> so, man, here here's to that. Let's, let's, let's hope things cool down and get a little better. Uh, and uh, either way, I'll, I'll bring it up next week. Got another great episode for you coming up. So please tune in then. And yeah, man, thank you as always for being here with me. I will talk to you soon. And until then, please stay sane and stay safe.